tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Recorded live. Praise the Lord, everyone. This is the day that the Lord has made. We shall rejoice and be glad in it. The earth is the Lord's and the fullness thereof. Blessed be his holy name. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The righteous run into it and they are safe. Thank you so much for joining Just Say When Community Prayer Line. My name is Sherelle Perkins. I will be your hostess this morning. We are going to get started. You know, all week we have been talking about prevailing prayer. I don't know about you, but I'm excited. The fervent, effectual prayers of a righteous man avails much. Avails much means it makes tremendous power available. Don't you want to walk in power? Don't you want your prayers answered? You know, there are examples of prayers in Scripture that change, that cause uh, that caused the rains to dry up, that caused time to stop. Prayer changes things. We underestimate the power of what God has given us as his people. There's a tendency for people to be brought out of a situation but are constantly looking to do things the way they used to do it. Well, we see that in Scripture with the children of Israel. They were delivered from Egypt, but they constantly murmured and complained and talked about how great things were. We see that when God delivered Lot from Sodom and Gomorrah, we see that his children, his sons, uh, his daughter's husbands refused to leave Sodom and Gomorrah. His wife, on their way to escape, turned back and got stuck. She became a pillar of salt. He refused to go to the high place that God had ordained for him, but chose instead to stay in the valley because that was his place of comfort. God is constantly trying to get us to have those mountaintop experiences with him. But we have to be mindful that he has a process for us to follow. And it's not what we want, because we can have what we want. But it's what's best for us. When prayer prevails, there is a unity. There is a one mind coming together, having the mind of Christ, holding the thoughts, feelings, and purposes of God's heart. Prevailing prayer requires that we are ignited by the presence of the Holy Spirit and we're in agreement with what Holy Spirit is speaking over our lives and over the lives of our loved ones. We're so thankful and so grateful for the presence of the Holy Spirit. The same Spirit that rose Jesus from the dead dwells in us and quickens even our physical body. We have access to the mind of God according, regarding all things. We have it in the logos or the written word, but we also have rhema, that is God-breathed revelation. 
We find that as we study scripture, as we go about our day, and we're needing understanding about how to do what God has called us to do. Notice I said we need revelation about how to do what God has called us to do. Remember my example of Lot? His heart was not to do what God called him to do. His heart was to do what he wanted for his life. Anyone that studied history knows the end of the story. The Moabites are a end result of Lot's disobedience. Who were they? They were a people that was fathered by Lot with his daughters. What would have happened to Lot had he continued on with the angel of the Lord? What would have happened to his wife if she didn't look back? And we know what happened to his sons-in-law. They got burned up in the fire of judgment. Here we are, church, with decisions to make. Are we going to ascend into the mountain, which is called the mountain of Zion, God's holy place? If you want prevailing prayer, if you want prayer that secures this answer, prayers that can cause storms to cease, whether they be natural, spiritual, or emotional. You say, Sherelle, you can't command the storms to stop. Well, Jesus did. He literally spoke to the winds and the waves and said, peace, be still. Now, if I recall correctly, in the book of Genesis, God gave Adam dominion over the earth. The second Adam came to return and restore that which the first Adam lost. And the second Adam in Scripture is called the last Adam. He had the final word on the subject. God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. Don't you say that all the time? I've heard people say that. He is the Alpha and the Omega. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. He has never changed his mind about his objectives for humanity. His desire in the beginning is that he would have many sons. That is still what he is desiring, for he made Adam in his image and in his likeness. So are we in the earth. And he has restored to us dominion. How do we walk in that dominion? They tell me in Scripture that Adam walks with God in the cool of the day. They tell me in the New Testament scriptures that when Jesus had done what he planned to do for the day, he would often get in a boat and cross over and go up into the mountain and spend time with God. My friend, Is this your testimony? That you walk with God in the cool of the day? That you commune with him, have fellowship with him? You see, Jesus said, I only do what I see my father do. Is that your testimony? That you only do what you see your father do? Or do you even know what God is doing? Or are you like 
Lot's son-in-law. You've got your head, you've got your, you've got your body in the midst of Sodom and Gomorrah doing the thing of the world. Thinking once saved, always saved, and everything is going to be okay, and you gave your life to Jesus, and that's all that's necessary. And between that time and the time you leave you this earth, you're going to do it the way you want to do it. Hmm. I'd like to remind you that the son-in-laws burn up. They didn't, it did, it was not the way they had it planned. Or are you more like Lot's wife? <laughs> you left Sodom and Gomorrah physically, but your heart never changed. And it continued to long for the place that you left. And in so doing, your mind constantly is going back to those glory days, those good old days. Well, my friend, just like with Lot's wife, that'll get you stuck. It's hard to do what the Father is saying to do with your head on backwards. I know But I just had an image of Lot's wife. Some of us, we start running for God, and then all of a sudden we look backward and we trip. And some of us never make it home because we get stuck just like she did. And maybe God has called you out of a place. But you really don't want to go to the place that he's called you to. It's too high. It's too holy. So you ask God, if you just give me A, B, and C, you fill in your requirement. I'll be all right. I don't need all of that. It doesn't take all of that to be holy. I can live a good life right where I am. I've got just enough Jesus to help me make it through the day. Hmm. But all the while, the Spirit of God is beckoning you to come up higher in him. Those that know their God will do exploit. You see, you have to come where he is to hear what he has to say in order to do exploits. Jesus did, and he's not only our Savior, but he's our example. He showed us what life looked like or would have looked like before the fall. He showed us the original intent of the Father's heart for humanity. And after dying on the cross for us, he was resurrected to release the power into the church that we could do and become Christ in the earth. You see, Christ in you is the hope of glory. But you may be saying, what does this have to do with prayer? The fervent, effectual prayer of a righteous man, one with right standing, avails much and makes tremendous power available. Faith in God is a prerequisite to getting your prayers answered.
Thy kingdom come, Lord. Thy will be done. Lord, I want what you want. Lot couldn't say that. Lot's wife couldn't say that. And Lot's daughters, who we haven't talked about, they seduced their daddy in the plains of Moab. And Lot's sons-in-law refused to leave the place of their partying and their lasciviousness, loose living, party spirit. So when they said, Father, let your kingdom come, they didn't really mean it. Do you mean it? Do you really want the kingdom of God to be manifested in the earth, in your life, in the life of your loved ones? Thy will be done on earth in these earthen vessels. Do you really want the will of God done in your life? Is your heart sincere? You see, I've heard people pray, and they're saying the right things. You see, it's easy to say the right things, but are you sincere? Don't be deceived. God is not mocked. You will reap what you sow. He's loving, he's merciful, he's long-suffering. But he's nothing to play with. He is God. And Satan and all of his power as an angelic force and all of his knowledge about God and humanity has never been able, will never be able to overthrow the God of the universe. So you as his conduit, and I'm calling you that because if you're not lined up with God, guess who you're listening to? If you're not lined up with God, what makes you think that you can overthrow the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and have it your way? So that's why Jesus taught us to pray, let your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Lord, we come in agreement with your kingdom this morning. Let your kingdom come, your will be done. That which you have planned, that which you have purposed, even before the foundation of the world, let it be established in our life and in the lives of your loved ones our loved ones. Father, we thank you for the word of God. Your word is yes and amen. Your word is powerful, sharper than any two-edged sword, cutting and dividing soul from spirit. Lord, we thank you for the word having its fullness in us, in our hearts, in our bodies, in our minds, in our souls. Let your kingdom come, Lord God. Let your will be done. Let it be done in the streets of America. Let it be done in the White House. Let it be done through our president. Let it be done, Father, through those that are in administrative positions, in places of authority, in the earth realm. Let your kingdom come. Your will be done. Let it be established on earth as it is in heaven. Let your kingdom come. 
to the far reaches of the earth. Father, we thank you that the four winds of judgment are blowing even now. Let your kingdom come. Your will be done. Let it be done on earth as it is in heaven. Father, we come in agreement with your will. Your will is your word, and your word is your will. And we thank you, Father God, that you have given us all power in our hands. Lord, we wash our hands of all uncleanliness, for it is our desire to make intercession for your people and those that we love. Father, we thank you for clean hands and a pure heart. Lifting up holy hands without wrath or doubting. Trusting in you, Lord God, you are able to do the exceedingly abundantly more than we could think or ask according to the power that works in us. You are able to do that in our lives, Father God. You said in your word, we have not because we ask not. Because we ask the mist that we may consume it upon our own lust. That's what Lot did. He asked the mist. It was all about him and what he wanted. God forgive us for making it about us and not the kingdom and not the kingdom agenda. Let your kingdom come, Lord. Your will be done. Purify our hearts so that iniquity will not be found in me. For you said, Father God, if we regard iniquity in our heart, you will not hear us. If we are lot, like Lot's wife, you will not hear us. If we're Lot, if we're like Lot, you will not hear us. Father, I've heard people preach, turn or burn, and everybody laughs about that. But there is a truth. Lot's sons-in-law refused to turn, and they burn. Father, let your kingdom come, your will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Father God, we choose today to release, to forgive all those that have wronged us. Father, for we recognize, <laughs> we recognize, Father, that we don't war against flesh and blood. But principalities, powers, and rulers of darkness. So we take humanity off the hook. We forgive them, we release them. We pray that your kingdom come in the lives of our enemies, that they come to know you in the power of the resurrected Jesus Christ. Father God, I'm hearing there are even nations that are our enemies. We pray for a move of the Holy Spirit in these nations in the name of Jesus. We pray, Father God, that you don't just start with the grassroots, but Father, we pray for kings and presidents and rulers. We pray for their deliverance and their salvation. Father, your word says you will turn the hearts of the king whichever way you please. We're asking for salvation over nations in the name of Jesus. Father, I praise you and I thank you for the nation of Nigeria. I thank you for the president and his people and his administrators. Let your kingdom come, your will be done in the African continent, Father God. We thank you, Father God, that you push back the hands of the enemy in the name of Jesus. In Asian countries, Father. Let your kingdom come, your will be done. Reveal yourself to them, 
We thank you for the blood of Jesus that purchased their lives in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Father God, that the fire of God will begin to burn in Muslim camps and burn out iniquity, Lord God. And what cannot be done by political rhetoric, Father, we thank you for a release of the power of your Holy Spirit moving through the nations in the name of Jesus. We pray the same for this country, Father God, that your kingdom will be made manifest in all of its glory. We pray for every church on every corner, Father we pray for the fire of the Holy Spirit to begin to fall in our congregations throughout this nation, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for the power and the anointing being released. Let God arise and our enemies be scattered. Father, we recognize the hour, Lord. You said that as gross darkness covers the earth, to rise and shine for your light has come. And the glory of God is risen upon your church. We thank you, Father God, for our church that's awakening to the glorious power of Jesus Christ. We thank you that it will not be business as usual. And we thank you, Daddy God, that you love us enough to burn within us the power of your spirit. We give you honor. We give you glory. We give you majesty, Lord. We thank you and we praise you, Father. We will not be like the sons-in-laws of Lot. We will not get stuck. We will not get stuck. In Sodom and Gomorrah, and I started laughing because something came to my mind. But we won't be stuck like Chuck. We won't be stuck in a place that you have not called us to. Trying to live a life that pleases the lust of the flesh. We won't be like Lot's wife, who got stuck too. Because she wouldn't let go of her past. And she kept turning back to look at it. God, we thank you. The kingdom of God is on a forceful advance. We don't have time to look back, Father. In fact, Father God, your word teaches us that you are our rear guard. All that garbage from our past has to get through you. If we stay where we're supposed to be, Father, I thank you that you have our back. And there's no need to look backwards. We can trust that whatever is back there, you've settled it. And the blood of Jesus was more than enough to bring us out and bring us through. So, Father God, we thank you that our eyes are fixed on the prize, looking unto Jesus, the author and the finisher of our faith. So we won't be like Lot's wife. We won't get stuck and become a pillar of salt and be of no use. Father God, we praise you and we thank you. We will not be like Lot himself, who refused to ascend into the holy mountain, but decided to stay in the plains and the low valleys, where sin eventually consumed him and his children, and his children's children. We thank you, Lord God, for your love and your goodness and your kindness. We even see the redemption of Lot's reputation through the marriage of Ruth and Boaz. So we thank you for Jesus Christ, who has come into our life to redeem us, Lord God. But, Father God, as we move forward, we want to be a people 
who ascend into the holy mountain, Mount Zion, the city on a hill, a city on the sides of the north. We thank you, Father. We thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your goodness, your kindness, and your mercy. So, Father, we want to be ones that will prevail in prayer because our hands are clean. We are not selfish. We walk in forgiveness. We are not regarding iniquity in our heart. We are humble people. We are not proud. Father God, we resist the spirit of Leviathan that moves through the body of Christ as if it belongs there. We will not be those. We pull the scales back and we take the sword of the spirit and we cut his head off. We utterly destroy him in our hearts and our minds. Father, we thank you that that Leviathan is not our portion. We will no longer be in agreement with him in the name of Jesus. And we will not mask his presence with false humility and a religious exterior. For we know that a fervent, the fervent effectual prayers of a righteous man makes tremendous power available, Lord. Father, we recognize that Daniel prayed the same prayer for 21 days because of the war in the heavenlies. But, Lord, some of us have been praying the same prayer, not because there's a war in the heavenlies, but because, Father, our prayers never reach the heavens to begin with. Cleanse us, and we will be cleansed. Wash us, and we will be whiter than snow. For, Father, it is our desire to be co-laborers with you in this hour. It is our desire to travail in birth again until Christ is formed in us, in those that we love, in our churches, in our congregations, Father. We pray, Father, for the deliverance of our children, our children's children, our extended family. We pray for salvation being made manifest in our midst. Lord God, we ask you, holy God, righteous God, teach our hands to war and our fingers to fight. We decree that we are end-time warriors. Use us as weapons of mass destruction against our enemy. We thank you that all enemies that make war with the Lamb will be destroyed. We will not be those warring against our Savior. Mm. Refusing to submit to his authority. Lord, thunder upon your enemy. Release your voice. Hell stones and coals of fire. Destroy, uproot, tear down all that which is not like you, Jesus, in our lives and the lives of our loved ones, our church, our community. 
Deliver us from our strong enemy. For we recognize, Father, that there are those that are too strong for us. But you are the captain of the host. You are the man of war. Release your strong arm of deliverance against the enemies of our soul. Father, we thank you that we are being delivered and brought into a large place, Father. That you're enlarging our territory. And you're taking us out of the place of our captivity and moving us into the place of promise. We submit ourselves to the process, Daddy. We present our bodies this morning a living sacrifice, holy unto you. That is the least we can do for so great a salvation. For, Father, you sent your son. He shed his blood so that we could be redeemed. How precious is that blood. And we will no longer make it of no effect in our life. Lord, clean our temple and drive out the thief of our life. We bind and cast out any spirit that would try to steal our joy in the name of Jesus. We bind and cast out every thief that would try to steal our finances in Jesus' name. There are doors open to the body of Christ. There are opportunities. We thank you, Father, and I'm hearing this, for establishing networks of believers to build kingdom constructs that will meet the needs of the community, empower the body of Christ, maximize resources within the kingdom. We thank you for kingdom financers. We thank you, Father God, for those that will give into our bosom. We thank you, Father God, for favor. When we know who we are and when we know who you are, we can anticipate favor. Father, our eyes are open to see favor. And we will seize the opportunity, Daddy. For we're no longer deceived, Father, by the iniquity in our heart. We're no longer. Deceived, Father, by self-hatred, arrogance, self-denial, self-rejection. We're not deceived by double-mindedness. We are people that discern. First, who we are and who you are. And we have great discernment. And we see our enemies from afar. We're not caught blindsided by the enemy. We have an eagle eye perspective. For we are seated in heavenly places with Christ Jesus. Father God, you're all the while at work in us both to will and to do of your good pleasure. We keep ourselves in love and light and the wicked one touches us not. We tread upon the lion and the adder. And the lion and dragon we trample underfoot. Father God, we thank you that our enemy is wounded and cannot rise again in our lives. We thank you, Father God, that we tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt us. 
We tread down the wicked, and they are ashes under our feet. We arise in your strength and your anointing and thrash and beat the enemy into pieces, according to Micah 4, 13. Father God, we praise you and we thank you that anything that comes at us, Father, we decree that it is defeated. Father, let no doctrine of the devil be established in our lives. We nullify the power of any sacrifice made to devils in our city, region, nation, and in our own heart in the name of Jesus. Father, show us if there be any wicked way in us, if there is any place in our life where we are still sacrificing to the unknown God and not directing our worship towards a true and living God, For we recognize that you are God. Father, show us what manner of man we are. For it is our desire to be corrected and to come into maturity. We reject all prophetic false prophetic ministries in the name of Jesus, all false teaching ministries in the name of Jesus, and all false prophets or prophetic words that have been spoken over our lives. We come out of agreement and reject all false teachings, Father, regardless of their source, even if it came out of our own mouth. Father, we praise you and we thank you, Lord. We will let no doctrine of the devil be established in our life. We bind and rebuke Moloch and any spirit that was assigned to abort our destiny and the destiny of our children and our children's children. Give us strength to bring forth our destiny, according to Isaiah 66 and 9. Let every antichrist spirit be utterly destroyed in our life. And, Father, there are those around us with an antichrist spirit that's spewing over us. Lies and deceptions and judgment. Father, we declare declare no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and every tongue that rises against us shall be shown to be in the wrong. And we overcome the Antichrist spirit because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. We loose ourselves from every spirit of error in the name of Jesus. Father God, we ask that we not operate in any wrong spirit, even though we may be saying the right thing. Anywhere that we're saying the right thing, but our spirit is far from you. We ask you to bring correction, Father. Our ears are attentive to hear your voice. We hear the voice of the Holy Spirit and the voice of a stranger. We will not follow. Guide us continually, Daddy. Guide us into all truth. Guide us with your eye. And Father God, guide us for your name's sake. And we ask you, Father God, to lead and guide us as we go about establishing ourselves into that place that you've ordained for us. We will not be like Lot. We will not settle for the plains and the low valleys. 
We will not disregard your instruction. For if you have called us, you will enable us, and you will provide for us, and you will be our God, and we will be your people. Guide us by the skillfulness of your hands. Lead us in plain paths. Don't let us get caught up, even in our own cleverness, Daddy. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from the evil one. Father, we ask that you make your way straight before our eyes. Make the crooked places straight and the rough places smooth before us. Send out your light and truth and let them lead us. Make darkness light before me and crooked things straight according to Isaiah 42 and 16. Father, we are your children. Teach us to do your will and lead us into the land of uprightness. Father God, we thank you that our hearts are pliable. We ask you, Lord, to break up the stony places in our hearts that would hinder us from forward momentum. In fact, break up all the stony places in our hearts that would hinder us, period, Lord. Father God, our meat is to do the will your will, as you send us forth into the earth. Lord, I praise you and I thank you for equipping us today, Father. And I give you honor and I give you glory and I give you praise for all that you're doing. Now, I want to give anyone on the line an opportunity if you want to pray, if you have a prayer request and you want us to pray for you. Now is a good time to let us know. Uh, We're going to spend the next 15 minutes uh, praying for the needs of those we love and uh, those, the prayer requests that um, you have either um, inboxed us or if you're on the chat line, you can actually type it in and we can read it. Well, I'm going to lift up a few things that are on my heart specifically. Um, We've been praying against the spirit of infirmity in our bloodline. We've been praying over the bodies of those we love and believing God to deliver us from infirmity and sickness. So we're going to begin there today. There are people that I love in my church, in my family. We're going to believe God for divine health. Healing is the children's bread. And I believe that it is time for the church to plug into the power of healing. We have trusted doctors, and I thank God for doctors. But there is a higher call, there's a higher level of faith, and that is in Jesus. And I know we say that um, I believe in God, and if God wants to use a doctor, that's fine. But I also believe that we make excuses because we don't see the supernatural manifestation of the power of God operating through the body of Christ. Jesus said, greater works will we do in the earth. We have the Holy Spirit inside of us. Jesus healed the masses. The same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead dwells in us, and it quickens our physical bodies. We accept a lot of things because this is what we've seen. But, Father God, I come out of agreement with any area of deception in my own heart. 
And I do trust you to be God. I trust you to lead and guide us however you choose. But, Lord, you said that you sent your word and it healed us. And by the stripes of Jesus, we were healed. You said in your word that healing is the children's bread. You said in your word that the shadow of Peter healed the sick. You said in your word that Jesus walked through the streets of Galilee and he healed all those that were sick and diseased. We thank you, Father God, that that is still your desire. Father God, we ask, Lord, that you would heal our bodies. We ask, Father God, that you would heal us from the top of our head to the bottom of our feet. Father, we cry unto you according to Psalms 30 and 2, and you have healed us. Father, you said no good thing would you withhold from them that walk uprightly before you. We thank you, Father, that many are the afflictions of the righteous, but God, you deliver him out of them all. We thank you, Father God, that Jesus was wounded for our transgressions. He was bruised for our iniquity, and the chastisement of our peace was upon him, and with his stripes we are healed. Father, we thank you that your word says, if the Son therefore shall make you free, you shall be free indeed. We thank you that part of salvation is freedom from sickness and infirmity. We come out of agreement with household God. Spirits of infirmity that we talk about, we brag about. Grandmama had it, mama had it, cousin had it. We come out of agreement with idols of infirmity. We come out of agreement with cultural demons that are permeated through the bloodline. We come out of agreement with high blood pressure, hypertension diabetes, strokes. We come out of agreement in the name of Jesus. They have no root, no place in us. Anywhere, Daddy, that there is a hook for these spirits to come anytime, anywhere there is a hook for the enemy to attach itself to us and to our bodies, Lord. We ask that that hook be torn down, Father. We thank you that if our mindset needs to be changed, that you're changing our mind. (laughs) They say it takes 21 days to change our mind. We don't have 21 days, Daddy. We ask for you to change our mind. Let the mind that is in your mind be in us. We thank you, Father. We have on your helmet of salvation your saving power to deliver us. We speak to spines. We speak to Achilles tendons, inflammation in the body, all all tendonitis, bursitis, all inflammation in the body. We speak to the root cause of many of the sicknesses, and we command healing. We thank you, Father God, for our generation. We thank you, Lord God, for what you're doing in the midst of your people. We thank you, Father God, that you are moving mightily in the earth, Lord. And we thank you, Father God, and we pray for we pray for the entertainment um, kingdom of entertainment. So we're going to lift that up again today, Father God. We come against the deception that's being released through our airwaves, over the internet, on our television sets, in the movie. We pray against Father God the agenda, the hidden agenda of the enemy. Well, it's not so hidden anymore. Um, it was hidden in the beginning, but, Lord, 
we pray against the agenda of the enemy to pervert a whole generation of children, of young people. Uh, We ask you, Father God, that the spirit of Moloch that causes our children to walk through the fire will be toppled in the name of Jesus. Father, our children are being sacrificed because of our disobedience. Because we chose to allow the enemy to have access. When we were passive, we allowed the enemy to get a stronghold and cause our children to walk through the fire to be sacrificed to the enemy. Father God, we repent. You said in your word, if my people who are called by my name will humble themselves and pray, seek your face, turn from their wicked ways. I'm not sure if that's the order, but do all of the above. Then you will hear from heaven and you will heal our land. Father, we repent of the doors that we open. We repent, Father God, for being a church that's been caught in religion and asleep and not on our posts. We repent, Father God, for being a church whose head has been in the lap of Delilah. We repent, Father God. And we ask you, merciful God, to have mercy on our children and our children's children. We ask you, Father God, that you would begin to raise up a righteous standard in Hollywood. Father God, (laughs) wow, while I was sleeping last night, God was showing me that Hollywood was a high place for perverseness in this country. And it it is one of the altars that the enemy has set up to cause people to worship. So whatever that term refers to, because I don't think it's just a physical place, Father God, we ask, Lord, that you would begin to raise up men and women pooling resources, to begin to speak your truth through mass media. Television networks. That, Father God, that you would begin, Lord, that you would have mercy on this generation, Father. Father, the blood should. Is a sacrifice to the enemy itself. So, Father God, we ask that you would send forth laborers in the streets that would have your heart of compassion, those that you have called. Give them holy boldness to begin to preach and teach our young people. And, Father, even in the church, not just to give them activities to keep them busy or give them something that they would like so they can come to church. But we ask for revival in the church, revival in our young people, Bring forth ministers of righteousness that can speak a word in due season. Raise up a righteous standard within the congregation. Bring conviction to households. Bring conviction to churches. Father, while we're trying to entertain their soul, we're missing the point. Let your fire fall, Father. 
Let your fire fall on Friday night gatherings for the young people. Let your fire fall during praise and worship. Let your fire fall, Father, when they gather in their youth groups. Cause the fire of God to begin to burn in these youth ministers and pastors. Let the fire fall. For Paul didn't go to the streets to determine the condition of a city. He went to the church. Let your fire fall in our assembling together. Let our children weep to the altar, Father, because of the conviction of the Holy Spirit. Let your fire fall in our homes, Lord, that the power of God would move through our homes. Let your fire fall, God. Let the fear of the Lord be our portion. Let your kingdom be revealed. Father God, we thank you and we praise you that you always have a remnant. And Father God, we thank you that the agenda of the enemy to destroy our young people will be trumped by the kingdom agenda to bring them into the place of a revelation of who Jesus Christ is. We thank you, Father God, that the hand of murder is stopped and mercy released instead. Let your kingdom come. Your will be done, Father in our lives, in our home, in our community, in our nation, in our country. And we lift up our president. We ask you to protect him and his family. Give him your heart and give him your mind. Lord, we thank you for revival in the nation's capital. No. We thank you for an awakening in the nation's capital that they would awake unto righteousness, not religious rhetoric, but religious righteousness, right standing with you. Give our president the right counsel to deal. Give him favor. We ask you, Lord, in local government that you would begin, Lord, to bring people into position that care about the entire community, that will make right decisions. We ask you, Father, to move through our educational institutions. Father, we ask for grants for the performing arts, not to pervert our children, but give them opportunity of release of gifts and talents, especially in the inner city, We thank you for resources and programs to train our young people to use their gifts and talents. We ask you, Father God, for work release programs that will re-educate and retrain and rebuild and reestablish men and women of God. We ask you for corporations, businesses being built and established with leadership that will train and develop an at-risk population. We ask you, Father God, our sons. We ask you to be merciful. Send laborers into the community, Father. 
to train and build and establish men of God, households of God. We thank you for those laborers. We ask protection over their families and their children. In Jesus' name. We thank you for joining us today for Win Community Prayer Line. We're here Monday through Friday, 6.30 to 7.30. We invite you to like us on Facebook, inbox us with any prayer requests or messages that you might have for us. You can join us on this line by going through chat, just say Win for Community. Paul, and you can chat with us and let us know what your requests are. Um, you can come online, 724-444-7444, using call ID 121201 in case you accidentally got here. So we invite you to join us every morning. And until Monday, be blessed in Jesus' name. Amen.